Welcome to this week's episode of Feminine Hijinks, where we're here to reinvent the other side of 40 with sass. Brass. And kicking ass. Woo, I'm Angie Bailey. And I'm Susie Schubert. And today on our agenda, we're going to talk about your awesome, flossome body. And what we mean by that is that, you know, we notice some things that happen to our bodies as we age. And they're still awesome. In fact, with our flaws, they're flossome. That's right. We're going to be talking about talking about embracing our awesome, flossome bodies. Yes, um, ma'am. That's right. And I just wanted to mention something quick before we get into our uh, topics and the poop and all that other stuff. <laughs> before we get into the poop. <laughs> before we dig into the poop. <laughs> I wanted to remind you, we wanted to remind you that we have a Facebook page and an Instagram page. And the handle on each one is Feminine Hijinks Podcast. So please go and like us. Please like us. <laughs> Please be our friend. <laughs> We're not desperate or anything. We're not desperate. <laughs> but there's, uh, we post a lot of fun stuff and polls and cool memes and, well, we think they're cool anyway, so. Yeah, but, we yeah. think we're cool, so, you we're, know. We're, we're totally cool. You want to be friends with us, please? <laughs> So, I'm totally having those shades of like junior high as we hang out in the ladies room here. It's like, does she like me? Oh God. One time when is I was in my friend, one, I have a memory of the ladies room or else the girls bathroom in um, middle school. I wasn't allowed to wear makeup um, until I was, I don't know, 15 or something. And I borrowed this girl's gray. It was a big clunky gray eyeliner and I ended up getting pink eye. <laughs> oh, gross. It was gross. Like the one and only time I had pink eye. Oh, my God. And you know the, the spirit of your mom is like, I told you so. That's why you can't wear makeup. <laughs> I know. Totally. And then the other time, I, I these are all ladies' room memories from middle school. The other time, I it was school picture day. And I went into the bathroom and I forgot it was school picture day because I was always putting on makeup when I got to school. And so I had all this like pink and blue eyeshadow. Nobody ever taught me to put on makeup because mom didn't think I was wearing it, right? So oh it was all pink and blue eyeshadow. And then, of course, my school pictures arrive and my mom was like, what is happening? Oh my God, you were totally busted. <laughs> totally. And then I she, love that. She was calling it my Star Wars makeup. <laughs> Because it was put on like so, I look like some Star Wars alien type otherworldly person. That is hilarious. So like she yells at you and makes fun of you at the same time. Totally. And she loves to bring it up now. Remember that Star Wars makeup you used to wear? Maybe that's what you should do for Halloween. Oh, God. Be like your adolescent self with your Star Wars makeup. That is awesome. Although I've I'm, I'm got a really awesome Halloween costume that is very simple, but... I think it's really good. It's probably not flossome. It's just awesome. It's just awesome. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, but so the social media stuff, there you go. Look us up, like us. And uh, yeah, so we're in the ladies room. So what's the poop, girl? Oh, hanging out in the ladies room. What I have to tell you, which I know you're so interested, Miss Ange. Yes. So I just rewatched Rosemary's Baby. Oh, I almost threw up in my mouth. I mean, Angie and I talk about this stuff all the time. We are so much alike in so many ways. But in the things that we like as far as to watch, some things we agree on. But when it comes to horror films or shows or anything like that, don't let Michelle Mudd fool you. <laughs> From that after school special. What was it called, the Angie? What are friends for? What are friends for? That was about divorce and witchcraft. That's about as scary as Angie it is. Can go. <laughs> and, and a Charlie Brown great pumpkin. I can handle oh, yeah, that. We were, just, we were just talking about that. <laughs> I got a rock. I got a rock. <laughs> I love that. It's, it's scary enough for me. Oh, that's so cute. Aww. You know, I, I just love, I think what's really interesting too, to me, and I'm sure it's because it's the age, but um, like to me personally, Rosemary's Baby is not scary at all. I think it's really cool and interesting and a great movie as far as just, you know, the way it's filmed and the the whole uh, theme of it is so, like, bizarre and cool. Mm -hmm. But 
But overall, I feel like those 70s horror movies are the scariest horror movies. Mm. Like, I to this day can, I love my horror movies, but I still can't watch The Exorcist. Oh, God, no. That's horrible. I mean, I can't. I watched it when I was, I read the book and used to dream that my bed was shaking. Mm. Like I was being possessed. Oh. And then I was into the Amityville horror Ugh. and read that book too. And we had this like paneling uh, downstairs and we had a, a closet under the stairs that was paneling, mm-hmm. which is just like in the book, you know, that was the gateway to hell. Yes, yes. <laughs> there was nothing in our closet but like sleeping bags and things like that. I don't think it was the gateway to hell. <laughs> the gateway to camping. <laughs> which is hell. It was just, just hell, yeah. <laughs> Same thing. But my friend Eve was totally into like, her little self in junior high was into witchcraft, like in the sense that she had a Ouija board and she would come over and we'd talk about stuff like that and yeah. go down and scare ourselves by going in the closet downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> the gates of hell on Wild Green Road. Oh, gosh. But yeah, I don't know. It's just like those movies to me seem scarier because they do often, uh, it's just more about the psychological stuff than it is just the jump scares and you know the Mm -hmm. gross gore and stuff like that but i love those too like honestly though the scariest movie i've seen recently is hereditary which Mm -hmm. we talked about Mm -hmm. and that was mostly a psychological movie there were a couple jump scares and there was definitely gore um it was very disturbing but i don't know i've always wondered what it is about myself that like the fact that i love Horror movies, like every night. That's what I want to watch, a horror movie. Oh, my God. Well, we just watched Silence of the Lambs again, and I love that movie. I love yeah. that. I love psychological thrillers, um, and it's also kind of the whole cannibal thing is so, like, weird, and I love that weird stuff, so like that. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know what? Ghosts and supernatural stuff is what scares me the most. Well, and of course, like the other night, we did rewatch the original Amityville Horror. And it is like when you go back and watch some of those movies now, they're just hilarious. Like I tried to, Vivian, I made her watch The Exorcist like years ago, but I wouldn't watch it with her. But I'm like, this is the scariest movie. And she comes away and she's like, Mom, that was the cheesiest. It wasn't scary at all. And it's just so funny. You know, of course, everybody has different ideas. But so we watched the Amityville Horror and it was not scary to me at all. It was just like kind of silly. I mean, there were, again, things about it I liked and appreciated. But all I could think of is I cannot believe I'm watching this when I'm getting ready to move into this new, like, over 100-year-old house. <laughs> Seriously. God. No, 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 no. Not me. Did you ever see, and this is another one, I will not watch stuff like The Human Centipede and Saw and that kind oh, of God. stuff. It's like, uh, what? that's like a different category altogether, don't you think? Well, <laughs> again, I, I often wonder about my psyche. I'm sure I would be like a psychologist's dream or nightmare. Um, I love that shit, but only to a certain point. Like I love, I love Saw. Like I saw the first Saw and I was like, this is going to be so stupid. And I was actually really kind of impressed with the very first one. But then, you know, there's like Saw 40 or whatever. And (laughs) they just get, it's all the same crap. And it's, it just, it does get really stupid, but the whole story and the way they did it in the first one. And there's like a surprise at the end that I, a twist that Mm -hmm. was really good. So I really appreciated that movie, even though it was, you know, the gratuitous gore. Um, but yeah, movies that are just about gore that don't have an interesting story, no. I mean, I just, I don't get into those. Uh, what was the other one you mentioned? Human Centipede. Oh, that one I could not watch because I knew it would gross me out so yeah. badly that I just, and I, those are the scenes that I couldn't get out of my head. So that, I did draw the line at people having their mouths sewn to other people's buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> I draw the line. Jesus. There is a limit. (laughs) I can't, I have not seen one second of that movie and I will not. (laughs) But of course there's a huge part of me that wants to because I'm so fascinated. (laughs) (laughs) Just like I'm fascinated by spiders, even though they scare the living crap out of me. I don't know what it is. It's like, you know, the forbidden fruit. Yes. Ooh, (laughs) God. But anyway, what? I was going to say it's better than the low-hanging fruit that we talked about last week. <laughs> the forbidden fruit. <laughs> yeah, I um, I don't know. I think I've read somewhere that, that 
the horror movies, we, people tend to like horror movies because it's a safe way to be afraid. Mm-hmm. Like you can be afraid and go there, but obviously you know deep down that you're really safe. It's not real. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, why do we even want to feel scared in the first place? Like, does it make us feel brave to get through it and be like, I just went through that and I'm fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Cause like, I love my horror films. But you couldn't pay me a million dollars to go through those haunted houses yeah. where they touch you. And there's that one that's really like awful. At the soap I, factory. Not the soap factory. No, this is like, I can't remember what it's called right now. Um, but it's, it's in another state and it is so bad. You have to sign all these waivers and people spend like over eight hours in it. I don't think anyone's ever been able to finish the whole thing. It literally breaks them psychologically because they force them to eat things until they vomit. They close them in like enclosed spaces and leave them there for like over an hour. They, they like put them in freezing cold water and I mean like they do all this assault it's basically eight hours to be assaulted and you pay for it and you pay for actually it's free if the twisted interesting thing about this is the the guy who runs this is uh very much into I think it's greyhound rescue oh (laughs) we talked about this one time yeah and so he just takes donations of dog food Here's the crazy thing. And then he makes you eat it later in the haunted house. <laughs> and then here's the thing. There is a list a mile wide, a waiting list to go through this thing. And you have to be chosen. He, it's like a whole psychological test that he gives you. And you have to be chosen to have this experience to go through this haunted house. Mm. I don't I that's a whole different psychology that I don't understand. Yes. I will watch these movies. I won't even I actually won't go to horror movies in the theater cuz I want to be able to be in my bed with my little bear. Mm-hmm. I went to a premiere. My friend did a, a film and I went to it and I brought my little bear with me. Did so you I, cute? My my daughter actually gets really like uh, frustrated with me because we watch films together and she's like, "Mom, you're not even watching." I'm like, "Just tell me what happened." <laughs> I don't, I don't want to see a scary face pop out. I don't like scary faces. You I love so, it. Kai, you're so funny. Oh my I gosh. I love but anyway, it. I thought with Halloween coming, it would be fun to talk about horror movies. I'm curious if other people my age love horror movies as much as I do. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. They're, they're all a big bunch of weirdos. <laughs> yes, we are. Oh, man. You, girl. What's newest me? Um, well, I have been working on my text from Mittens daily calendar for 2021, Yay! which is due oh, thank you, a week from today. And I still have oh, most of them left to write. So, but <laughs> this happens every single year, every single year. I'm a procrastinator when it comes to this stuff. And I don't know, again, back to the psyche thing. Like when I, when it gets down to the wire, I tend to you know, churn out my best work instead of doing it sort of, I have, gosh, so many months notice to get the stuff done. And so, but now here I sit and I'm going to be working many hours every day for the next week to get this stuff done. And it's just, I get so frustrated with myself yet somehow I like the thrill of it. Well, when you said here I sit, since we're in the ladies room, all I could think of is that here I sit brokenhearted, tried to shit, but only farted. Remember that? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Or I, or I was telling you about that video in the car when we were going to the, the, the festival this last week in the book festival about that video of the, the couple in the hot tub. <laughs> and, and the guy, he, they're like all having this romantic time. And then all of a sudden it starts turning brown in the hot tub. And then the wife's like, I can't believe you do this. I can't believe you do this. And it's best to hear Chris tell the story because he's from New Zealand, so he has an accent. And so he's like, this is Chris. It was only a fart. <laughs> a fart. It was only a Apparently fart. Apparently it was not only a fart. No, it wasn't. I know. And I was remembering, I was saying, well, yeah, if you're in warm water, you wouldn't like necessarily know that anything else was coming out until it was too late. <laughs> God, that's horrible. That's horrible. That's <laughs> disgusting. Ah! When we first video on the dark web or something. I don't know. God. 
I don't know. But when we when he first told me about it, I like made him tell me the story all the time because I wanted to hear him say "fought." <laughs> I love it. It's so cute. <laughs> that is so funny. I love, it. I love it. So anyway, so yeah, so procrastinating. And so I'm crossing my fingers that I don't turn on the TV to distract myself and watch a little My Strange Addiction, although I've seen them all now. And so I just be rewatching them. And that reminds me that last week I was going to tell everybody about that woman who had a, a, a sexual and romantic relationship with a carnival ride. I am dying to hear about this. <laughs> So what happened was she uh, saw she was at a carnival one time and she saw this ride and she started having all these feelings about it. And it's one that goes around like a Ferris wheel, but you're spinning while you're going oh, the around. zipper. Is yeah. that the zipper? It's, it had a different name, but it's like the zipper. Right. That's Vivian's favorite ride. Hmm. Oh my. <laughs> Makes me wonder. <laughs> no kidding. Maybe she's got a little crush. <laughs> You never knew. Oh my so, God. So this woman, she's like, oh, so she rode this ride like all the time. And then she's like, I have to be near him. And I forget what it was. His, his name was like Steve or like something. No. Like some, she named him. Anyway, so she got a job as a carny so she could work that ride. She worked that ride, baby. Worked that ride. <laughs> and so, it, so no, she, okay. Keep going. Keep okay, going. So, and so she ended up, there was a, a some storm came through and the ride was destroyed like it was like a tornado or a hurricane or something and then so she was heartbroken oh my god and so then she spent the next several years looking for the pieces of this ride because she thought they were being sold for parts somewhere she ended up spending like i don't know tens of thousands of dollars she found the ride but it, it was in two parts. What? <laughs> and so, yeah. So she and she knew it was it, it was that ride because Steve. because yeah. I can't remember. God, I wish I could remember the name. I should have real. I should have rewatched it. Anyway, so because back when she worked at the ride, she tied this little uh, sort of necklace charm thing to one of the pieces, and it was on the one that she found. So no. she knew it was really Steve. And so so the, the, there's the one big part of Steve she kept out in her yard. And then another part of Steve she, she kept, kept in her bed. They kept in her bed. Well, I'll listen to this. In this trailer, yeah. right? It's like a, like a tractor, like a trailer, like an 18-wheeler trailer. And then she put a bed in there, just a little twin bed. And so she's talking about, like, there's this montage going on while she's talking over it, how she likes to go in there at night and have romantic dinners with Steve. And so she's sitting at this little fold-up table and she's eating pizza. <laughs> Surprise, it wasn't a corn dog. Or <laughs> Seriously, a funnel cake. So anyway, so she, so then, and then she gets into bed, right? It's like this little no. cot. And she's like talking about how, you know, how she likes the privacy in the trailer because she can close it. And then, and then there's all this montage of her running her hands along Steve. <gasps> and if the trailer isn't rocking, <laughs> she might be getting it on with a carnival ride part. I don't even know, like, what was the part? <laughs> I don't know. I no, I think she just pleasured herself while being there. I'm pretty sure because I didn't see any phallic shaped parts that she could have done anything with. But well, what was the part she was having dinner with? Oh, oh, it was the the little um the little car the little cars that you sit in. Not cars. Oh, it was but... a car. It was like the seat. No, like like the the big parts. That of the big pieces that make it spin, that was oh. out, that was outside because it didn't fit in the trailer. But then <laughs> those little seats that you sit in, you know, like yeah. like in the yeah. zipper, those were in the trailer. So wow. so she would feel she was feeling up those guys and well and and I don't she didn't go into much detail. But then oh so she said that a, a carnival came into town. And so she went. Uh -oh. She's going to cheat on Steve. That's what she said. She goes, I don't consider it cheating because blah, 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 blah. And so she, they show her in the ride, right? 
and she freaking looks like she's having an orgasm. Like she's spinning around and she's like, ah, and her face is all super like elated. She looks like she's on cloud nine. And she says, but I'm not cheating on Steve because you know, he's not something, I don't remember why, but it was something. And Chris and I were watching and she's like, he's like, yeah, just tell yourself that, you know, (laughs) totally cheating on Steve. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I have to send you, I'll send you that clip. You have to see it. It's just so interesting. I, I, I just like don't even know what to say. Mm-mm. That literally I think is one of the weirdest things I've ever heard. I mean, like you say, everybody, you know, if you're not hurting anybody or into your own things, uh-huh. whatever. Yeah. That, that I, wow. I, I've seen <laughs> other. once in my life, I, I know, but on another strange addiction, there was a guy that was in love with his car. Same thing. It's a thing. Well, I've seen Christine. Yeah, right, right. Uh So he was kind of in love with his car. Yeah, but did he like go on dates, you know, in air quotes with that car? I don't know. But anyway, so that's all I wanted to say because I promised I'd talk about it last week. And if. My Strange Addiction is on Hulu, and so if you want to see any of these, just go to Hulu, and I'm going to tell you that you will be fascinated. That is so fascinating. Mm -hmm. I just, wow. I can't wait to tell my daughter next time. (laughs) She (laughs) would love that show. (laughs) Well, now I'm a little worried about her. I don't want her to fall in love with, you know, Steve's brother, (laughs) Sam, or something. (laughs) God. Who could live up to that, you know? Right. Who could live up to the thrill? No, yeah, yeah. Literally, you'd go, you'd you'd take a spin. (laughs) You're going to take a spin tonight with Steve in the trailer. So anyway, so there's that. There is that. (laughs) So tell us what we're talking about today. Well, we already talked about what we're talking about, but let's talk about it again. Let's talk about it again. So we are talking about our awesome, flossom bodies. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, it's one of those things that, of course, we all know that our bodies are amazing, right? I mean, physiologically, the fact that we can get up in the morning and do what we do every day is pretty incredible like it's this machine not like steve Mm -mm. but it's this machine with all its moving parts and it just does what it's supposed to do and you know it without even getting attached to things that you like or not like about it if you think of your body as something like that how could you not just love your body Mm -hmm. right right it's amazing. It's amazing that it that it works. It's amazing. Like sometimes I, especially after I've been sick, and mm. then you, all of a sudden you can breathe again, or you know you just you feel normal. Like oh my gosh, look at I appreciate so much that I can breathe out of my nose, and I appreciate so much that you know I can work for five hours and not you know be exhausted because. I had the flu or whatever. So it's yeah. it's a, the fact that you can sit on the toilet and go pee. That means so many things have to happen right in your body in order for that to happen. And it is true. Like what you said, when you're sick, you know, and, and then you get better and you just, it gives you a whole new appreciation because obviously we just live with our bods every day. We don't think much about everything that's happening, but when you are sick and then you feel better, it's like you have this new appreciation for everything that just works the way it's supposed to. When you can have a good poop in the morning. Yeah, when you can take a walk and your <laughs> knees don't hurt or right? you know, whatever. Or you sleep, have a good night's sleep. Yeah, All that stuff is just... You know, so I always think it's good to remember that, like, take away some of the personal things we obsess about and kind of just be thankful for what our bodies do every day and Mm -hmm. how amazing that is. But, you know, let's face it. I mean, when you start getting up there in the over 40, there are things that happen to that bod of yours that you are like, what the hell? Like, before I turned 40, I will say, you know, Over my life, my weight has fluctuated here and there, like most of us, Mm -hmm. but I always had a super flat stomach. And it wasn't until I got probably like 45 that all of a sudden, I didn't change anything, but now I have this like little belly that Mm -hmm. I never had before. And it's just one of those, 
annoying. It's just the way it is. You well, know? Th- that's like what the whole like, because I had a hysterectomy when I was 38. And so I like woke up from my surgery and was in menopause, like full on. There was no like gradual thing. And so, yeah. And so, yeah. So I got to like get hit hard and the whole belly thing is so like hormonally related sometimes with menopause that's what they say you know you'll have like extra around your belly and um right so that kind of stuff and just with menopause in general getting hot flashes and night sweats and you know oh. feeling a little bit cranky and i was just th- i read something um that said because i still get hot flashes it's been 11 years i still get hot flashes wow and night sweats and not as often as i did but every day i do and they say that they should be gone between seven and 11 years. And I'm like, okay, I'm on year 11. Come on You're like, now. any day now. I know, I got pills for that. I resisted it for a long time, but they were so bad that they would wake me up in the middle of the night all the time. Mm-hmm. It was just awful. And um, so my doctor agreed to put, them, put me on them, but the same thing, she's like, you're not gonna be able to be on these for years because you know it's not good for you. So I'm like dreading the day I go in there and she takes them away from me because my life is so much better since I haven't had those awful hot flashes. But it's true. I had a hysterectomy too and it's the same thing. You know, between the hysterectomy and um, I don't remember, there were other things that happened. I used to like run a lot or exercise a lot and then, you know, I was healing from that. Oh, and then I also had... um, plantar fasciitis. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't exercise a lot on my foot and that took forever to heal. So that was kind of the beginning of the end with the tummy. And now if I wanted to get rid of that thing, I would have to be like at the gym every day, only eating vegetables. Mm -hmm. Lord knows that is not going to happen. Not drinking my gin and tonics or my beer. And Mm -hmm. I don't mean to say like, there are plenty of women out there that have totally flat stomachs at our age, but Mm -hmm. they work really hard at that. They do. They do. And that's amazing, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. I mean, and so. Yeah. And I just have to tell you, too, just to backtrack a second. I was on those estrogen pills for five years, and then they took them away from me. <gasps> and it did get worse, but not, like, crazy worse. So it's, uh, so I think you're going to be okay. Oh, well, yeah. I'm hoping that this is, like, the worst of it. And then at least when they take them away, like you said, it'll be getting a little better. Yes. But, man, pal, that is just, like... So awful. So those of you that are going through that, I I feel ya, man. Mm-hmm. It's just it's such a weird thing that you can't explain to anybody else when you have those hot flashes. It's different than just oh, I feel kind of hot. It's mm-hmm. just like it's almost like a contraction, isn't it? The yeah. way it comes on yes. and then goes away. It's so weird. Yes, it like it starts like I can always tell. Like I have this weird thing, and I have not met anybody else that has this except I've read a couple people say online that they do. Like I know. With about half of the hot flashes, I know they're coming because I get this nauseated feeling in my stomach, like I'm going to throw up, Uh. like just for a couple seconds. And then I think that I'm sick, but then I remember, no, here comes a hot flash. It's like when you're in labor, like you said, and you're looking at the little machine and you see that there's a contraction coming. And then so, and then, you know, it starts at my neck and then the heat like goes all the way up and then you know you can you know you can feel the heat coming off your body even it's crazy so yeah you're right they're like contractions oh that's so weird see i never had that experience for me it starts kind of like right at the center core of my body and radiates out my whole body Mm. it's just such a weird weird feeling yeah totally so yeah so the belly and then of course the bits Mm-hmm. Which um, back tits? Mm-hmm. Um, bits. Yeah, I noticed <laughs> that slab in the back of your, you know. <laughs> well, and, that, and that's back to the bra shopping thing because sometimes oh. if your bra's too tight, yes. Mm-hmm. Right, then it shows the bits, and like you can push it down or you can push it up, but it's got to go somewhere. It does. It does. You know? Yeah. And so I hate that too because even you know, and that's the thing. Even if you're a. Uh, uh, person who's really good in good shape I've seen women who are very small but if they're wearing a tight shirt they still have the bits Mm -hmm. it's just like a part of kind of like the thing that hangs over your bra in the front under your arm right it's that same kind of thing yeah women just naturally have more body fat well yeah Mm -hmm. of course and then of course the flabby arms most of us hate our arms bat wings the bat wings and cellulite and you know the weird thing too is 
I've noticed more and more like when I look in the mirror, my face, I, I remember being young and reading articles like in Cosmo about how your skin loses elasticity mm -hmm. and I never could figure out what the heck that meant. Like, what is that? Now I see it in my face. Like there's, yeah. I, they're not even wrinkles. It's like part of my face, I could tell, it literally looks like it's falling. Mm -hmm. My face is falling. Like it's melting. like melting. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what if you sleep on your pillow or something weird and it get, puts a dent in your face? It mm -hmm. lasts like half a day. It does. <laughs> it does. I remember looking in the mirror a few times and thinking, what? Where did that come from? I napped like this morning. Like, I what know. in the world? But you know what? <laughs> this is what I get. So, you know how, like, <laughs> this is like the worst when you're lying down. Like, um, how you when you got your phone and you like switching around and all of a sudden there you are and, and, and you you thought well you turn it on and you want to take a picture of something but you had it set last time so it would be facing you and you're not ready to see your face and then it pops up and then i've got the little turkey neck thing happening <laughs> and, and i look really cranky and i'm like and I look cranky. God. And it, well, like if I'm lying down and doing it, then it's like even yeah. worse. I don't know what that is, but I, once I've done a couple of Facebook lives from concerts and I turn it on and it's facing me and I'm like, oh shit, everybody that's watching this got to see what I see when I, when I do that. see what I see. Seriously. Do you ever do that? Uh no, I guess I don't do a lot of videos and things of myself on the phone, but I know just what you mean. And that neck thing, for sure, like just in the past few years, I've started to notice lines in my neck and then lines at my chest. Like, remember yeah. when you get older, you have like that, I don't even know what you call it, but it's your decolletage starts mm -hmm. to get kind of like, I don't know, wrinkly or yeah, yeah. I don't know what you call it. And I've just started to get that too. Mm -hmm. Um it's just like god damn like my god well, I getting told, old, like everybody like i'm supposed to damn it exactly and i remember i told and you've seen it that um picture that corman took of us chris and i at the wedding that we enlarged and hung up on the wall it's a, us holding the bouquet in our hands yeah you know? yeah and so after we got it in the mail we we're like oh my god our hands look like we're 70 years old <laughs> Oh, I've done that for sure. Take pictures of my hands. Like if I have jewelry on it and I want to show it or something. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't even want to post this. Yeah, my hands look like something like right out of Rosemary's Baby. Like <laughs> the veins and shit mm -hmm. popping out. And oh, God, yes. I remember my mom saying that like she's in her 80s now. But even like 10 years ago or something, she'd be like, it's so frustrating because I – I look at my hands and they're the hands of an old woman, but inside I feel, still feel like a teenager. Totally. Yeah. Me too. I still feel like I'm in my twenties, except wiser. Right. And mm -hmm. the aches and pains that come along. I don't know about you, but again, you know, another thing about the bod is like, if I'm sitting for a long time and then I get up to walk around, mm -hmm. I totally feel like an old lady. Like yeah. I'm stiff. Like it takes a little while for me. To like <laughs> I know. I always say, I, I feel like Fred Sanford from Sanford and Son. How he's walking along, shuffling along. Shuffling along. Well, I have like lower back issues, which have gotten a lot better um, in the past few years because I've seen a great chiropractor and such. But so it is a little better. But yeah, sometimes I'll wake up with like a crickety back mm -hmm. and I'm like totally Fred Sanford, like kind of hunched over a little bit, shuffling on a little, yes. taking little steps. Yes, I have to I say it. though that okay. So in the morning I do yoga, and when I do yoga, I remind myself how grateful I am that my body can do this. Right. And also, I'll do a little bit of weights just because of the menopause thing. I'm trying to do weight resistance stuff so my bones yeah, stay strong. And when I do that, I'm like, I can do this. There's some people my age that can't do this for one reason or another. And how lucky okay. am I? So I like I, we, I know we talked about that, but I just when I'm doing those things, I try to remember to be grateful that my body can do those things. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, the natural uh, occurrence is at some point in our lives, hopefully many, many years from now, we probably won't be able to or it'll be much more of a struggle, mm -hmm. you know. So as long, you know, we got to keep moving, we got to keep, 
do everything like you do you can to just keep that going as long as we can and then also again just appreciating the moment of what we can do and even with our skin tags and our necklines and the oh, waving arms. and that's the other thing like don't you remember looking at pictures of yourself or like 10 years ago or something let's say you would look at pictures of yourself and be like, oh, my God, I look so fat. Like, oh, I hate that picture of myself. Now you look at that same picture and you're like, damn, I looked good. I was and then you remember how you were, like, bagging on yourself back then about mm -hmm. how awful you look. And it's just so funny. It's like keeping that perspective of, yeah, you think you have this or that right now. But in 10 years, you're going to probably look back at yourself and be like, damn, I looked good. <laughs> Hell you know? yeah. I was rocking that Blossom body. Right? Yes. So, I don't know. I just think that's funny. So, here yeah. we are complaining about our bodies. But now I want to turn it around because, you know, well, it feels good to, like, complain and be negative sometimes. You just got to get it out. Mm -hmm. You know, remember, it's that pus from a festering wound. Oh, <laughs> you just got to get it out. Pus fester. Because so, you know, everyone's like, oh, you should always be positive. Well, yeah, positive thinking is wonderful, but it's not always realistic to feel that way all the time. And sometimes you just got to complain. Well, and the, it's thing, the thing is to not get stuck in the negative, like complain exactly. and then climb out. Exactly. So that's what we're going to do right now. Ange, I would love for you to name three things right now that you absolutely love about your body. Oh, okay. Um, I, I love my eyes because they're a pretty green color. Um, that is, they change. Sometimes they're a little more gray. Sometimes they're a little more blue. But I do, I've always thought my eyes were nice. Um, and I love my hair. It's fun. And because um, I can do all kinds of things with it. And then I also love, what else do I love? Mm, <laughs> I know I, it's hard. I know. I like my legs. I think my legs are nice. They're, they're, they've got a good shape to them. And it's easy for me to build up muscle in my legs. So I can end up, like on times when I've been really exercisey, I can almost look gymnasty. Because of I, it's easy for me to build muscles in my legs. So yeah, but I, in general, I do love my body. I do, and it, it, it does me. It, it, I mean, it lets me down sometimes, but more times, it's done me good. Done me good. Well, I, it done you good. I can think of another thing you love about your body. What your rack? I do love my boobs. Yeah, I do. They're good. <laughs> And I love that because that is not something I would pick that I love about my body. Mm -hmm. Because at my age, well, like I said, I've always wanted smaller ones. And let's face it, they're saggy at this point they are. <laughs> in my life. And so I don't necessarily love that, uh, to say the least. So I, I'm impressed with you that you like your breasts. I do. And, and the thing is, too, I do love them. And right now, I know so many people with breast cancer that... Mm. Are, are having mastectomies and I, I feel for anybody who's in that situation because to that would be and, and not just because I love my breasts but that would be a really hard thing to go through definitely and I, yeah I agree exactly and I have thought that as well when I get frustrated with my breasts or boobs or wish they looked better in this or that or they're too big I always do say in my head well it's better than the alternative mm -hmm. because you know, obviously, that would be a horrible, like you said, it'd be horrible to go through that. And I feel so sorry for anybody that has to. Um, and obviously, those women that have to, they still totally rock their flossom bodies. They do. Um, so, you know, you get through it and you, you make the best of it. But yeah, it would be a very difficult thing to go through. Mm -hmm. So again, always reminding yourself of, yeah, I don't like this about myself, but at least, yeah, right. you know, totally. Totally. I got this or that or whatever it is. Okay. Yeah. So how about you? What do you love about your body? Oh, I know. It's, it's easy to say things like, I love my hair, which I do. It's like, you know, it's always been thick and a lot of body to it. And mm -hmm. 
you know, I always get compliments on my hair and my smile. Mm -hmm. I have dimples, which I hated as a kid because I felt like no matter what, I can never look glamorous because I have these damn dimples. So I'm always going to look like a little kid. But as I get older, of course, I appreciate that. I love them. <laughs> and I have one giant dimple on you one do. side. I think that's so cute. My son has one dimple too, mm. and I love that. I think it's so cute. <laughs> so, but you know, those are easier to say about yourself. Um, I guess one thing I really love about my body is that it's a very womanly body. Mm -hmm. um, I have, like, it's not a tiny waist, but I definitely have that, like, hourglass figure, mm -hmm. which I appreciate about my body. Um, I always laugh. I love my small hands and my small feet. I just wish everything in between. Aww. <laughs> You're beautiful. Suit. You're so sweet. Um and yeah, I think I like my legs too. I mean, they've definitely gotten a little more like, you know, dimply in the mm -hmm. thigh as I've gotten older. But too, they've always been kind of shapely and um, my my calves, I like my calves, like my little ankles. Mm -hmm. I've been like, <laughs> Corey used to always tease me about my tiny ankles. These tiny little ankles are just like from my mom too. Like you could see them in pictures, like these tiny little <laughs> Bird legs. It's so funny. <laughs> my mom. Um, mine aren't quite as small as hers, but yeah. So I don't know. Was that three? I think it was. I think so. I think it's so. It's funny because when I when I was thinking about what to talk about today, I'm like, I think we should each mention something about our bodies, what we like. And then I thought, no, I'm going to challenge us to think of three things because mm -hmm. that's hard. It is. That is really hard. And so I would love it if everybody out there listening would comment and tell us what are three things that you love about your body? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's really hard to compliment yourself, isn't mm -hmm. it? It's mm -hmm. so hard to say nice things about yourself. Yes. But you're in a safe place with us. We don't think you're bragging. And even if you are bragging, you go, girl. You have a reason to brag. Definitely. You know? Yes, definitely. And I, I think you've got a beautiful body. And I always am um, a little bit envious of women that have, I have friends that have that beautiful, like, hourglass shape. Because I have never had that. I mean, I'm shaped like my mom where I'm just like straight down. I don't have much of a waist. Um, mm. And so I, it's harder for me sometimes with women's clothes because I, I would do better like with men's jeans. I used to wear men's jeans a long time ago because they oh, just yeah. fit me better. Um, and I and I, I really do, I do love my body and I appreciate my body. But sometimes I do wish I had more of a womanly hourglass shape. So well. And what's funny about that, Ange, is of course, I've always been envious of your body because you're tall and you have this like, I love your your figure, how it's just kind of up and down like that. And you always look so fit and trim. And even when you say, oh, I've gained all this weight, it doesn't show on you at all. Like oh. you always look so trim well, thank and you. beautiful. Aww. So there it is. The love we fest. Never, the love fest. And, and, you know, again, it goes to show that what you think is your worst attribute or what you think people see when they look at you isn't mm -hmm. necessarily what they see. It's what you see because you're looking through the eyes that are the most critical. Absolutely. So love on yourself. Just do it. <laughs> do it with love on yourself in your carnival ride. In your carnival ride. <laughs> treat, treat your body like a carnival ride. <laughs> love on yourself, baby. Take for a ride. Love on yourself. Get yourself a free all-day pass. Makes me think of love roller coaster in a whole new light. Roller coaster. Yes, yes, I know. I love that song. I do too. We saw it live last ah, year, two years ago. Remember the whole urban the, myth with that? Huh? Remember the urban myth with Love Roller Coaster no, from back in the day? No. You don't? Remember how there's a scream in it? There's like a scream in the background when it's doing like, it's doing like a, uh, like an instrumental. And way in the background, you hear a scream. Yeah. You never noticed that? No, but now I'm afraid to listen to it. Oh, you're so funny. Well, the urban myth was that while they were recording that song, somebody was murdered outside in the street and they kept the scream in there, which is so silly because if you knew anything about recording music, yeah. 
Oh, that you would never record anything with a window open outside that you could hear noise. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that's hilarious. Back in the day, it was just like, (gasps) so fascinating. So here's the legit thing that was just in my mind. I'm like, I am not going to listen to that till Chris gets home because I'm here all alone in my apartment. And I'm like, if I hear that, it's going to freak me out. (laughs) Oh, honey. I know. I know. When, when, it comes. <laughs> when he comes home and he can protect me from the urban myth <laughs> from the murder that may have happened 35 years ago oh. that i'm sure didn't happen outside of recording studio. <laughs> it's so creepy though oh my god uh well what do we got going on next week there Suze? Well, next week, um, I have to preface this. We've been, it's so cute. Um, We watched the the Brady renovation movie, which will, or the show, which Mm -hmm. we can talk about more next week um, at my sister-in-law's house. And it got me thinking about the Brady Bunch that I just absolutely loved as a kid. Like, I love that show so much. And my husband is the cutest. He found it, I think on Hulu or something. I can't remember what we're watching it on. Um, So we've been watching all the Brady Bunch shows and we just kind of you know angie and i decided to we we were talking about how much of an impact that show made on so many people of our generation Mm -hmm. and so we thought it'd be fun to talk about the brady effect the fallout from the perfect family yes yes everybody like how is it shaping your life now what was it like for you to watch it back then? Mm-hmm. That would be fun to talk about that because it is such a big thing in so many people's lives that are Gen Extra like us. Gen Extra. Yes, yes. I can't wait. And I also love the Brady Bunch and it also irritates me sometimes. And I, <laughs> yeah, so it'll be interesting. And also I, the, the Brady renovation, I watched that too. And mm, some of those people don't look so good. I know. We can talk about that, too. That has been such a fun trip down memory lane. Mm-hmm. Totally. I totally. did maybe mention that on the podcast a little bit. I don't remember. I feel like we already talked about it a little bit. I can't remember now. We've talked about the Brady Bunch. Well, definitely. I think. The Bunch. Who used to be the Brady Brood? Remember? Oh, exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> brood. That's the original title, The Brood. God. That sounds like a horror movie. It does sound Brood. terrible. I think there is a horror movie called The Brood. The Brady Zombie movie. <gasps> the Brady Brood. The Brady Zombies. Well, maybe you that could, would be awesome. Maybe when you come to my Halloween thingy, you can dress as a zombie Marsha Brady. Oh, my God. That would be the best. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Brains. <laughs> you and Corey should be the zombie Marsha and Greg. <laughs> Poor man would never dress up like that. But... My daughter already told me she'd come over and, and do any kind of makeup I wanted. Nice. She is so good at doing, like, creepy, awful makeup. It would You wouldn't even want me in your house, Ange, because she can do, like, where your neck looks split open and Ew. all that kind of creepy stuff. Ew. Well, well it's a spider-themed thing, so I'm getting you back. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I people- don't know if I'm going to be yet, but oh. we'll just have to talk about that. You're going to see my costume and you're going to, it's, I think it's cute and funny. So we'll see. I've ordered the components. Oh my God. Yes. I can't wait. Well, you're so clever. So wow. I know it's going to be something. You ain't going to go to like Walmart and buy some packaged thing. Like I saw, I was in Target the other day and I saw a grill costume. <laughs> <laughs> like a grill? Like a Weber <laughs> grill? <laughs> And all I can think about was poor man in that costume. <laughs> it's like three feet wide, so it's like something you put on your whole body, you know. So it's like this, and your head sticks out the top, oh and it actually God. has like three D meat on it, <laughs> <laughs> like a big hamburger and hot dogs that are like stuffed, so they kind of stick out, you know. Oh my God! Jesus. That is so. <laughs> That is one hot costume. Oh, man. I saw something on Amazon that was uh, a toilet costume. Same thing. It stuck out like here was the tank, and then the, the seat came out of your, <laughs> of your tummy. Oh, my gosh. If you, lift it, if you lift it, could your, like, 
pee pee be a poop in the potty or something? They could, yeah. <laughs> Although you could lift it and then go pee, like if you're a guy. And so, yeah, it would be like the opposite. Your pee would be coming out of the toilet instead of <laughs> in the toilet. It's clever. <laughs> Clever, clever. Oh, my Lord. It makes me laugh that people will go and spend $30 on a grill costume. And then (laughs) (laughs) what do they do with it after that, you know? It hangs in your closet. takes up half your closet. And then every summer you pull it out. You invite all the neighbors. We should do that on our new neighbors when we move into our new house. Uh We'll have everybody over for a barbecue. And Corey will wear that costume. And he'll be, like, totally serious about it. (laughs) <laughs> and your neighbors are never never at your place again they're gone they're like oh i didn't know about those schuberts wow wow grill us about that costume gonna, you're gonna get grilled that's right <laughs> not to be confused with the grill that goes in your mouth when you and said that first, when you first said grill that's what i thought you meant like a, a grill like you're gonna <laughs> Well, yeah. I always told the core man that he needed to get me a Mother's Day grill. <laughs> a mother's grill, you know, like those pendants that have the birthstones of your kid. I'm like, I want a grill that has like, and I want to wear it to like a PTA meeting. And you'll have like Vivian and Solomon's name on, each, on two teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love that. I was on one of our te- my texts from Mittens from years ago. Mittens oh. wanted to get grills. I tiny kitty grills. <laughs> I love the idea of a cat with a grill. <laughs> would there be chunks of litter in it instead of like diamonds? <laughs> there would be. There would be chunks of litter. Oh, God, that's funny. Okay, we have to let these people go. <laughs> going on and on <laughs> so thank you for tuning in we're so glad you were here even though you may be regretting your choice <laughs> by now um and we hope that you come ne- come back next week because like we said we're going to talk about the brady effect fallout from the perfect family and it's going to be a good time so thanks for tuning in and you can find us every monday on femininehijinkspodcast.com And you can also download and listen on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. So there you have it. There you have it. And I feel like we should go out with a Brady theme song. (laughs) (laughs) When it's time to change, you have to rearrange. I love that. I love that. All right. On that awful note. On that awful note, (laughs) literally. We'll see you next time, right, Ian? That's right. See you next time. Love another indoor sport. XOXO. Bye-bye. Bye.